Hi, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it's one of our monthly trailer roundup episodes. We are going to be talking about some of the films coming out in July with returning guest Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year, and we will try to guess some puzzle pieces just based on trailers, and then we'll see if we end up covering these movies, if some of these puzzle pieces were correct. But before we get to that, as we also do on these monthly trailer episodes, I got some listener puzzle pieces to read off, so let's get into that first for some of the films that we covered in the month of June, and we got a bunch actually, so... Let's kick it off with Fool's Paradise, which uh, I am in the minority on. I love Fool's Paradise. And uh, someone else who loved Fool's Paradise, aside from my guest for the episode, Josie DeMarco, was many time piecing it together guest Joe Black, who sent me a big list of Woody Allen films that he thinks inspired Fool's Paradise. And quite frankly, I I think he's right. I mean, I'm not going to read all of his reasonings here, uh, even though he went into very detailed uh, information for me here. But I will read the list of films. He included Bananas, Sleeper, Annie Hall, Zelig, Broadway Danny Rose, Celebrity, Anything Else, and Vicky Cristina Barcelona. And like I said, he's got a full bullet point list of why each of these could have been puzzle pieces. And for the ones that I've seen, I he makes really good case on all of them. So uh, lots of Woody Allen there in Fool's Paradise. Next up for Renfield, uh, our buddy Chad Clinton Freeman wrote in Vampire in Brooklyn, which I I love that movie, a really fun movie, and, you know, a fun vampire comedy, uh, and Queen of the Damned, which I know Chad brings up on a bunch of episodes in the past, so uh, glad he's able to squeeze that one in again. Uh, For our Bo is Afraid episode, Josie DeMarco wrote in with a few puzzle pieces. Uh, She sent in Bubble Boy, which, great one there. (laughs) Uh, Also After Hours, which like I told her, I actually have never seen and was planning on watching this month, but then I got way too busy and I just wasn't able to squeeze it in, but I'm going to be watching that very soon. Uh, She also mentioned Songs from the Second Floor, which I don't know that film, and I'm going to have to uh, look up what that one's all about. Uh, Flamin' Hot... Uh, the guest for that episode was Q, uh, my buddy David Quinones. But uh, after we finished recording, he wrote in that he forgot to mention Rudy. And uh, yes, Rudy also fits really well. So add that in as an extra puzzle piece for Flamin' Hot for sure. And then the last one, listener puzzle pieces. Do I count as a listener of the podcast? I think I do. Uh, I wanted to throw in one for our live episode on the blackening that I forgot to mention. And I don't want to mention why here because it's not a full episode. And so I don't want to go and spoil the blackening for you. But let me just say The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I have a reason for it. Uh, If you want to know my reason, just reach out to me. But I don't want to spoil anything. So... Uh, you know, go listen to the episode. Uh, of course, we get deep into spoilers during any given Piecing It Together episode, but just know that I could have went in detail on The Amazing Spider-Man 2 as a puzzle piece there. And with that said, uh, one more thing I want to mention before we get into these July movies. We do have a live episode of Piecing It Together, Thursday, July 20th at Maya Cinemas. We're back there again, and we are going to be doing Oppenheimer 
It is going to be a big episode, and we've got guests Chris Cranock, M.N. Miller, and Brian Garth, and it is going to be a great show, so I hope you'll come out. There'll be an Enter to Win coming up here in the next few days, um, but you could also get tickets right now if you want to just buy your tickets in advance. I'm sure that is going to be a very popular movie, so I'm sure tickets are going to go fast. So, uh, yeah, Thursday, July 20th, Maya Cinemas here in Las Vegas. Hope to see you out for Oppenheimer. Now let's talk about some July trailers. Jason Harris is back with me for another month of trailers. Jason, how's it going? Dave, why are you talking? We have to talk about trailers of movies that we may or may not see. I'm doing fine. How are you, Dave? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And I, I got to talk because I got to host the show, Jason. Uh, you know, we got a bunch of movies to talk about this month. But as we always do, let's take a quick look back at... The month of June, which was a freaking stacked month, and uh, we actually covered a lot of this on the podcast, I think. Yeah, a bunch of these, um, and some that are still on the way, actually. I listened to a uh, piecing it together this week. You did? Which one? I don't know. I, I, was, I was bored counting sheep, and I needed to go to sleep somehow. <laughs> Boom! And uh, No, I listened to the one you just put out, uh, the No Hard Feelings. It was good. Nice. It was good, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Past Lives did just open here in Las Vegas this past weekend. I haven't gotten a chance to see it yet, but I'm going on Fridays. So. Yeah, it's a it's a it's one we're both going to be like, hey, we we're going to see this. And that's what's happening. So exactly. Exactly. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. I am in the vast minority on this one. I loved it. As stupid as it looked, I had a great time with it. Dave, you have no credibility this year. I don't know what happened to you. Once in like in the past, you've always picked like one or two movies, and you're like, "Oh, that's just Dave doing an anomaly." But this year, you're like, "Fast Ten, Splooge, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, Jizz My Pants, Bleh. Like you love everything. You're a corporate show. What happened to you, bro? I don't know. I don't know. I, this is a theme, and I'm sure you know me and uh, your awesome movie, your co-host Josh Bell, will be recording our top ten and. Oh, rest in peace to Josh having to listen to the movies I'm going to bring up. I mean, I, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about you because, like, really, you're just, uh, you're just. Uh, I, I don't. I, I see. I'm even flabbergasted. I can't flabbergasted. even put it into words how yeah. stupid your opinions are this year. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, next up, the angry black girl and her monster, which I have not seen. I heard is pretty good, not like great, but did you see it? No, but what an interesting trend, and we're going to talk about at least one this month. This kind of uh, subversive um, black horror horror—that's a word I can't mm -hmm. speak apparently. But um, they're doing some really interesting stuff uh, in the horror genre with um, African American main characters and storytelling and. Uh, I think it's cool. It's going to be interesting. Absolutely. Uh, next up was Flamin' Hot, which I did do an episode on. And probably the least good of these true stories of brands movies, but still a fun time. What did you give it? 4.75 stars out of five, you piece of garbage. <laughs> I think I gave it three. But uh, Extraction 2 is up next, which I have not seen, but I know you did. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so good. Did you see the first Extraction yet? I played on my phone through the whole thing. No, you got to sit down. You like these types of, first of all, the action's awesome. Like, yeah, this is like elevated B action movie stuff, but it's not B action because it's so good. Sam Hargroves can really direct. And the second one's as good as the first. This is, these movies are great. 
All right. All right. I'll get to it one of these days. Uh, next up is Maggie Moore's, which I was super excited for. And I didn't love. Um, I'm still supposed to be recording an episode on that one. We haven't gotten around to it yet. But uh, did you get a chance to watch it? No, I haven't watched it. Again, um, same situation as a lot of these movies where watch the trailer. It looks good. And then the feedback's just been like, eh. And I'm like, yeah. I, I can't, I don't have time for it. I got uh, extraction movies to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. I think you made the right choice there. Uh, next up, you just said, uh, that you were listening to my no hard feelings episode. That was our next movie, which was fun. You know, I'm not, not going to make my top 10 or anything, but a fun raunchy comedy. Well, how could it make your top 10 when there's a new fast movie out there and transformers go fuck yourself in the face movie out there? perfect so uh <laughs> hey i'm just excited it uh beat projections it didn't mm -hmm. crush the world but it beat projections and you know maybe you know we we got more r-rated comedies uh coming down the pike we're going to talk about one and um today but like hopefully there is space for this in the theatrical world absolutely i completely agree uh next up asteroid city which spoiler alert we're going to record an episode on so uh that'll be fun We'll hold our opinions till the episode. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, next, Through My Window Across the Sea, which is a movie I just uh, added to the list just to bug you. But uh, of course, neither of us watched it. No. Yeah. Moving on. God is a Bullet. I've heard some pretty good things about, but I haven't gotten a chance to see it. I don't think it opened here. I know. I, I was, as I told you, I thought the trailer looked good last month. So this is one to, uh, to be on the lookout for. Absolutely. Uh, Run Rabbit Run just came out on VOD and not getting very good reviews. I did not watch it. Is that the uh, Sarah Schnook one? Sarah Schnook? Yes. Yeah. That's it. It's a bummer that it's not getting good reviews in that I'm sure, you know, let's say the reviews are correct. It's just she's so talented. We want to see her do really awesome work. Yeah, absolutely. And then last up is Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, which I'm actually also seeing on Friday. Alone uh, by yourself at five in the afternoon. 9 30 a.m actually yeah. <laughs> so yeah but uh looking forward to it so that brings us to the new month july starting off with joyride july 7th in theaters uh like you said another raunchy r-rated comedy this is it for the month uh it's about a girl who has to go back to asia with her uh childhood best friend um and uh she has to go on this this little crazy raunchy adventure with friends and family and everything gets nuts and there seems to be drugs and sex and all that kind of stuff. Stars Ashley Park and Stephanie Hsu. Uh, what do you think about this? You know what? I'm Stephanie Hsu is great, right? We, we all yeah. think like she's going to be a huge star and um, I'm excited to see it in that regard. The trailer, I didn't think it didn't look that funny to me, you know? So that mm. was a bummer. I do want to see it probably, but I don't think this is one I need to go to the theaters. Trailer starts off when they're young kids and, you know, they had their, did we just become best friends moment where one defends yeah. the other. So the stepbrothers and good boys right off the bat. And then, like you said, um, there's definitely that Euro trip vibe. Like we're growing up, we're taking a trip together. And then the last one I wanted to mention, I remember when the spec script sold, I read it and I was like, God dang, that is a great script. And then the movie came out and it was so bad. Do you remember the movie Father Figures where it was like Ed Helms and I don't remember yeah. who else? And they yeah, had to yeah. look for their biological father. It was such a tight script. And then uh, they just ruined it in the movies. 
Uh, that's a bummer. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of with you on that. This trailer didn't really make me laugh that much, even though there's funny people involved. And I know they're really pushing it hard. There was like five press screenings for this movie. Like they're really trying to get people out to this one. But um, another movie that you and I were a little bit underwhelmed by, I thought of Booksmart. Uh, for the kind of like all female comedy and uh, that kind of generational kind of thing. Um, of course, Crazy Rich Asians, it's right there in the trailer. It says produce from the producers of. And then Girl Trip, another like big ensemble cast of uh, women on a trip going crazy. So, yeah. And we talk about this genre a lot because, like, you know, you and I both felt like Book Smart definitely tried too hard to be funny. And when you do yeah. that or try too hard to be clever, and that's what maybe I'm getting a little vibe on this. Um, when you do that, it just takes away. Whereas like other ones in the genre, never going back and banana split, like those mm -hmm. just executed at such a high level that they were just like, uh, the sum is even greater than the parts, which were already great. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, our next one will be on Netflix, July 7th. Also, uh, it's the outlaws with Adam Devine and Nina Dobrev. And, uh, they are a couple who is getting married and Adam Devine hasn't met his uh, in-laws yet. And it turns out to be Pierce Brosnan and Ellen Barkin playing them. And they may be bank robbers here. Um, I also noticed this is a Happy Madison production. Oh, I didn't notice that. Um, well, here's what I'm interested in. What, where do we see Pierce Brosnan going in the next <laughs> few years? Because I think he's so talented. You yeah. know, Ellen Barkin just had a good run on um, Animal Kingdom. So it's nice to see her kind of get back to some comedy stuff. But I don't know this movie. Again, I like the premise, but th it didn't do anything for me as a trailer. I obviously, you know, you start with meet the parents and then mm -hmm. there's the whole thing of like who's uh, the parents like kind of fighting with each other. The in-laws fighting the other in-laws and that reminded me of daddy's home and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And then I, uh, I, it definitely had that feel of like, you know, comedic bank robber movie, fun with Dick and Jane. So uh, not really, not really feeling it, but um, it's on Netflix. So maybe I'll be wrong and just sit down and watch it. Yeah, I was surprised how much this trailer actually, I did laugh from it. Like, and I'm not usually that big on Adam Devine and uh, also being a Netflix comedy, but uh, I thought it looked pretty funny. And Pierce Brosnan, like you said, he, he's in a weird phase right now so i don't know i'm mostly interested because of him but uh yeah i had meet the parents as well and uh also you know going in style very different kind of movie right. but you know old people robbing banks so um i had that on there as well we'll see but uh let's go on to the lesson which will be in limited release on july 7th with julie delpy and richard e grant uh, as well as Daryl McCormick. Uh, it's a thriller about a young writer who accepts a tutoring job at this rich writer's house, and then some kind of mystery starts unfolding. Uh, it's uh, interesting. It does. And Richard E. Grant, who we'll be talking about in an uh, upcoming season of Awesome Movie Year, um, it's the dude can act. It's going to be fun to yeah. watch him. Um, the, the tone is um, really creepy. I think what happens is the, their son died like two years ago and um, they don't talk about it or they refuse to, um, you know, he won't put it in his work or whatever it is. There's some mysterious circumstances around it, you know, um, in a totally different version of an artist living a public life and um, not necessarily wanting to deal with the situation surrounding her. I thought a tar from last year. Mm, okay. And mm. um, you know, from the writer's standpoint, of course, uh, 
Hey, you got to watch this movie, World's Greatest Dad, the Bobcat Goldthwait movie, where um, Robin Williams plays a struggling writer who steals his son's writing after the son commits suicide and becomes a famous writer. And then it's always fun to mention the Wonder Boys with that kind of professorial student relationship of writers. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, I was thinking of the Polanski movie, The Ghost Rider, uh, with Ewan McGregor um, as a, a writer who... He's helping this politician finish their memoir, then starts uncovering secrets that they didn't know were there. So it, it seems like a pretty good parallel there. Uh, the other one I had, which maybe is a little bit off, but I was thinking of the talented Mr. Ripley a little bit with the whole like high society vibe and this person like trying to get yeah. into that, you know? Yeah, I definitely thought of some movies like that as well. So, I mean, this tone is just, it's a tough one to pin down, right? This kind of yeah. thriller that you can't give away too much in the trailer. Uh, I remember the movie What Lies Beneath with uh, Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer, and I felt like that was like one of those summer thrillers like this. Sure, absolutely. Speaking of which, can't wait for Indiana Jones, which everybody says is terrible. But uh, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll you're going to give it five and seven stars. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, next up is Biosphere, also July 7th. Uh, in limited release, this is Mark Duplass and Sterling K. Brown as the last two men on Earth. Uh, living in isolation in this dome structure, directed by Mel Eslin. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This looks kind of interesting. I think it looked really good. Who is Mel Eslin? Uh, she worked on some Duplass stuff, um, but I think it's her feature directorial debut. Cool. Well, I didn't realize they were the last two men on Earth, but I thought it was like some post-apocalypse and they have to live in the biosphere. So... You know, that, um, you know, look, when you when you do this, it's hard not to think of Alex Garland and Annihilation, right? That type of yeah. stuff. Um, but as far as those like two men living um, in, let's say, just uh, just off uh, by themselves in the middle of nowhere or whatever, I did think of The Lighthouse here. And um, yeah. I wanted to throw a, a movie. It was a good movie, not a great movie. But did you ever see Light of My Life where Casey Affleck, it's a post-apocalyptic movie, is a single dad and his daughter's like the only girl left in the world? Yeah, I did see that, actually. That was pretty good. Yeah. So and then the last one I'll throw in there, recommend, I think it's on Hulu, the documentary about the first biosphere uh, spaceship Earth. OK, that sounds interesting. Uh I guess since you didn't bring it up, I'll use Biodome uh, on my list. <laughs> and then I also thought of uh, Duncan Jones's uh, Moon with Sam Rockwell, just the weirdness of living in isolation. Right. And, uh, you know, you get into all kinds of crazy shit there. So uh, next up is Theater Camp, which will be in theaters on July 14th, uh, which just has so much buzz coming out of uh, Sundance and South by Southwest. Um, it's a comedy set in a theater camp in upstate New York with a whole bunch of weirdos who have to put on a show. Uh, it, it looks like a lot of fun. Ben Platt is in it. Amy Sedaris is in it. A bunch of comedy people. Um, I can't wait for this. Yeah. I think this might be the one I'm most excited about. Um, and I love when like these movies trickle out of like Sundance and, you know, the comedy movies and you get them over the summer to like, just kind of, uh, get there. Did you ever see the movie camp about a theater camp? from I have not mid mid like 2004 2005 that's good that's a good movie so um people don't often mention that one so right off the bat I'd say that um you could pick any movie that you want about putting on a play I picked Birdman just to mix sure. it up this month and then a movie that I think really got lost in the pandemic but that was really pretty good Yes God Yes 
Uh, oh, sure. You yeah. know, where the girl uh, is, the rumor is she's having sex and then she goes on like her religious retreat and of course like sneaks in whatever drugs and alcohol and all this. And just that kind of, again, that area where like we're isolated and we're breaking the rules. Um, so I, I feel like I killed this one. I crushed this one, Dave. So. <laughs> you, you did, you did a great job. Thanks. A plus, A plus. Feel good. Yeah. Uh, for, for my putting on a show, I went with waiting for Guffman, uh, especially cause they all are just kind of wackos. So uh, I went with that and then wet, hot American summer, of course I had to bring up. So that's my other one here. And yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm super excited about this movie maybe yeah. more than anything this month. I think with wet hot, like, um, and I don't blame you for putting that on. I feel like you and I, when we get to movies like this and you know, uh, it's always going to come up. So, uh, yeah. cause we love it so much. So <laughs> absolutely. Uh, bird box Barcelona is next up on Netflix, July 14th. Uh, probably an unnecessary sequel, but I mean, people really did love the first one. So, I mean, why not? I guess this one is, uh, set in Barcelona, obviously in a mostly Spanish speaking cast, um, from director David and Alex Pastor, but I'm not quite sure what else they've done. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch the first one, but, you know, Sandra Bullock, that was like one of the most watched movies ever on Netflix because you have Sandra Bullock in it. Right. So, yeah. But hey, I mean, you know, we're trying to reset it and go with a different culture. And I think that's good, but I don't really have much interest in this. Um, yeah. So let's see. I went with a quiet place because it's, you know, we take away one of your senses and you have to or you can't do something because your senses lead to the bad guys coming in and destroying you because of your senses. Sure. And then, you know, where it starts, it looks like this is like a thriving city as Barcelona is. And then of course, you know, we get this apocalyptic event and that definitely reminded me of 28 days later. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that that's a good one to include here. Um, I went with the happening because of the, uh, scenes of people just you know killing themselves in mass numbers so uh you've got that there the m night Shyamalan film uh and then i also had 10 cloverfield lane uh just in that this is another story from within the same world as the first one but sure. not directly connected so uh yeah so when, those were mine when's the last time you watched that happen <laughs> the the theater uh, I kind of want to rewatch it because, you know, uh, Las Vegas resident Mark Wahlberg, they, everyone picks apart his acting in that one. But I think, you know, Shyamalan was was pushing him in a direction with that. So I kind of want to rewatch it just to see, like, what's going on with the happening? You know, that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would like to revisit it one of these days for sure. And plus, I'm currently uh, way back on the M. Night Shyamalan train. So I'm, you never I'm got for that. Don't lie to yourself. I, I really did. But uh, anyway, They Clone Tyrone is up next July 21st on Netflix. A lot of these movies are on Netflix this month. I don't know why that is. But uh, John Boyega and Jamie Foxx star, uh, there seems to be some kind of mass human experimentation going on, but then they experiment on the wrong guys because these like kind of gangsters, they find out that one of them has been cloned and they're going to go fuck some shit up looks fun i think it did look fun and this is what i mean like we're really playing with tropes in uh urban setting and i think this looks a lot like a lot of fun and jamie fox is like um becoming the vivica a fox of netflix right you know <laughs> yes sir produces and like does supporting roles in like 17 movies a year so mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i thought of uh sorry to bother you the boots riley movie where like you know because they it appears that it's like either a convenience store or a liquor store 
And then there's something nefarious going on, like in a secret passageway behind it. And that sure. reminded me of like the office and what was going on and sorry to bother you. And obviously multiplicity. And the last one, because I think we are playing with tropes. And I feel like this movie has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. Uh, Dear White People, I think, is a very good movie talking about kind of uh, race dynamics and everything. Sure. Yeah. All great pieces, especially Sorry to Bother You. I hadn't thought of that one, but that's a good one to include here. I will go with Cabin in the Woods uh, for, you know, a big horror comedy with a sci-fi reveal uh, and governments are doing all kinds of experiments and whatnot. And then, uh, you know, it's just came out last month, but The Blackening, which we just did a live show on, again, an all-black cast playing with the tropes of horror movies. So this time around, it's sci-fi instead of horror, and it does feel like it's kind of in that similar vein, though. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm also looking forward to our next one, Sympathy for the Devil, shot here in Las Vegas, of course, with Nick Cage and Joel Kinnaman. Uh, it'll be in theaters July 28th. Uh, where a criminal hijacks a car and uh, a guy and his car and they go around doing shady shit. I mean, let's just get it out of the way right now. This is collateral in Las Vegas. Um, do you know where they shot this out here? I don't. So uh, I just did some work for them. It's at View Studios, VU, which oh, is right, got right. like the Unreal Engine and the virtual production stages that you same type of thing where they shoot the Mandalorian with like the, right. the huge wall and the changing sets. So I'm excited to see this because I just deep dove like this technology and it's really interesting. Um, and even if uh, it wasn't Nick Cage is just yeah. going nuts in this. One, He's right? unhinged in this so, trailer. I I'm super excited. For yeah. That. So you took collateral. I picked 30 minutes or less for that same reason. Sure. And then, um, you know, I've mentioned Locke before, which is, you know, hey, there's a crime going on and you have to stay in your car and deal with this uh, until it's done. And then the last one I wanted to mention was because uh, Kinnaman's wife is having a baby and he gets um, taken away from that situation. So I thought of like, what's a movie about a crime that takes uh, someone away from a family situation? And I went with uh, a beloved film that we might didn't love that much on Awesome Movie Year, but uh, The Ref. Oh yeah, sure, sure. That that could work for sure. Um, yeah, I literally in my notes I wrote down I'm just writing collateral. Like <laughs> I don't need another piece, but I was thinking about Locke though as well. Uh, so I mean I'm right there with you with the same stuff. And uh, yeah, I I can't wait to see this. And like you said, also from a Las Vegas angle, like to see you know this kind of major film uh, that was shot here. So I'm excited to see what, how it turns out. I know uh, Dum Dum Josh Bell, my awesome movie, your co-host, is currently working in on, on an article about this production. Awesome, awesome. Well, our next movie for the month is Talk to Me, uh, a new A24 horror film, which will be out in limited release July 28th. And uh, honestly, like it looks kind of basic in, in the setup and as like people at a house kind of, playing this like scary game and they could talk to spirits or something. Um, but I've heard a lot of buzz about this movie. So I don't know, maybe it's more than the trailer lets on. I hope so. I mean, this was another big one out of the festivals, right? And um, yeah. everyone says it's just uh, all types of scary. Um, and I, I agree with you that um, it didn't look as scary as you uh, might've said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is going to be another one of those big festival uh, let's see if this can make some noise uh, type thing. I think she's trying to contact her mother, right? Yes, I believe so. Maybe I should try to contact my mother because um, 
I wonder in the afterlife if she could tell me how disappointed she is in me. That would be. Oh, boy. Uh, I picked Ouija. <laughs> Obviously, this is, you know, the whole idea of a Ouija board and, you know, that type of thing. Um, we've mentioned flat flatliners. And yeah. um, you remember, uh, since we're doing a Michael Keaton month here, White Noise, that one where he's kind of got the ability to communicate with the dead. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that's that's all like on the same level that I'm at. Ouija, flatliners. Uh, I hadn't thought of that white noise, but that that works too. Also, uh, I was thinking bodies, bodies, bodies. You know, from just a couple of years ago, uh, with young people hanging out at a party playing a scary game. So, yeah, I don't know. Like like I said in the lead up to this, like I, it doesn't look great, but who knows? Maybe it'll be something. But uh, the only other one on our list for this month is another Disney uh live action thing uh but i guess we got to talk about it it's haunted mansion it'll be in theaters july 28th as well i don't know i mean it's got a big cast of people you know i'm just a little confused on this one because like what is the concept here like i mean we know the concept is like hey here's a ride we're gonna you know make a movie out of it but the last haunted mansion i think was eddie murphy and didn't do well right and now yeah. they're already rebooting it. And this one doesn't look very like kid friendly. Is it like scary? And then is it also kid friendly? I can't really tell. So, um, yeah. so it's just, it looks a little strange to me because I'm like, I'm looking at my pieces and it's like the others. Well, that's a scary movie. <laughs> and the exorcism of Emily Rose, that's a scary movie. And then, but I'm like, or maybe is it more like night at the museum where they come alive at night and, you know, uh, run roughshod over the place and then the, you know the the last haunted mansion movie that was good was muppets haunted mansion which i do recommend Ooh, so. there you go yeah i don't know i i also had night at the museum on mine also the house with the clock in its walls the eli roth attempt at doing a kid-friendly horror movie but yeah i'm not really sure what the tone is here and i'm also not sure what the point is here but what i did notice though looking this up you just brought up dear white people uh, this is the director of Dear White People. Oh, um, well, so hey, that, man. Let's, interesting. Let's get it, because uh, didn't... Uh, what is the director's name? Uh, Justin Simeon. Didn't he also do Good Hair, which was like yes. a horror movie and, you know, kind of playing with the tropes of a genre? So who knows? Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll be something. I guess I guess we will see. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of other movies in July coming out. Are there any that you wanted to kind of uh, shout out here oh, from the overall Dave, list? You know what I'm going to shout out, don't you? I mean, this could be the all-timer, right? I mean, we got the new yeah. um, we got the new Mission Impossible, which I'm already hearing is dope. Um, yeah, which I wasn't invited to the screening, by the way. Really? But, yeah. I uh, well, do. I told you, you cucks in the uh, Las Vegas <laughs> Film Society sometimes get cucked out. So, um, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people are like, hey, we finally have a double feature day coming out with uh, Oppenheimer and... Yes. Um, and Barbie. And, uh, and Barbie and that I'm excited for both of those. So I, I am too. You know, and of course we have a live show on Oppenheimer, which will be July 20th at Maya cinemas. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, I'm as far as, you know, there's all these people, uh, you know, on the film Twitters and all that, which one are you more excited for? I think I'm pretty equally excited for them. I agree. I agree. You know, we got, um, earth mama from a 24 coming out, mm-hmm. I think. And, um, it's just uh, look, but I'm most excited for Mission Impossible because that dude's course. just he's he's uh, he's done it. He's done yeah. the damn thing, bro. So. He sure has. He sure has. 
Well, that is our list for July. Jason, is there something you watched recently you want to recommend to our listeners? Dave, do you want a new movie or an old movie? Uh, let's go with an old movie. Okay. Let's mix it up a little bit. All right. Well, um, I just watched, um, I rewatched Deliverance. And man, does that thing hold up as just a nasty bit of work. I highly recommend it and uh, squeal like a piggy, David. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to uh, somehow. I, what year is that? Seventy two. Have you seen it? Yeah, I uh, I saw it in high school like a million years ago. So I haven't watched it since then. But if we ever get to seventy two on Awesome Movie Year, I look forward to your impressions. So. <laughs> you know, I, at this point, I don't. Uh, you know, it's Burt Reynolds like doing a real Southern accent, so I couldn't work on that. But yeah. as you know, I don't really prep these. I just let them come to me, Dave. So. Yes, of course, of course. So. Well, Jason, speaking of Awesome Movie Year. Tell people what's going on with that. Dave, at the time of recording, I think we might be, again, I've said it, we might be in the middle of the greatest awesome movie year season that we've ever had in terms of like quality films uh, all the way through. We're in the middle of 1975 and it's just monster after monster, bro. So I'm really enjoying this season a lot. Uh, as you know, you can find us awesomemovieyear.com, awesome movie year on Facebook and Instagram, awesome movie pod on Twitter. I'm Jason Harris Comedy, J Harris Comedy on all those things. Eat this comedy is still a thing. And of course, go for Jason on Letterboxd, where Dave gives 16 stars to anything that's had seven movies in the franchise before it. Yes, everybody. Go go look at my reviews on Letterboxd, please. Uh, Jason, thanks as always for being here. We'll talk to you again soon. Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming out in July. I'm sure we'll end up covering a bunch of those, and uh, I have a few of them already scheduled. And, of course, we have the live episode July 20th on Oppenheimer, which I hope to see some of you out at. It's going to be a fun time. So, uh, yeah, July 20th, Maya Cinemas here in Las Vegas. We will see you there. Also, I do want to remind you again, we are doing a survey right now. I'm going to keep it going for like another week or so at this point. Uh, but I'm trying to get some feedback from the listeners about what you like and what you don't like about piecing it together as we continue to grow this thing. And, you know, we're in our sixth year now and want to just keep making it a better show. So please go to piecingpod.com, fill out the survey, and you will be entered to win some prizes, including free tickets to the Beverly Theater here in Las Vegas, as well as piecing it together t-shirts, some of my CDs. So fill out the survey to help out the show. It only takes a few minutes and then you'll get entered to win some cool prizes. So yes, please do that. And of course, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media at Piecing Pod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. Don't forget about the Patreon produced by David Rosen. It's patreon.com slash by David Rosen with lots of Extra content. Okay, I've run out of steam now. Um, anyway, yeah, all the usual stuff I say at the beginning and end of every episode of the show. Do all that, and 
Thank you for being out there and listening. Let's close this out with a piece of music like I always do. And I know I just released the Pup Pups album and did the album commentary special episode, but you know what? We're in Pup Pups mode, so let's just play a song from that album again, even though we just did that whole special episode that was a album commentary track. Uh, let's go with the opening track. Why not? Give me back that toy again. Hope you enjoy this song. Hope you enjoyed the Pup Pups album. Hope you go stream it on Spotify. Look forward to some music videos that are coming in the next few weeks. And we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon. Got a ball, got a rope, got a stick, got a toy. Got a lot of things I really love to tear and destroy. Tell me, mommy, can you really even blame it? It's clear to see that I am just a little baby I'm sorry daddy, I really didn't mean to offend So would you give me back that toy again? on down the hall but tell me mommy can you really even blame it it's clear to see that i am just a little baby i'm sorry daddy i really didn't mean to offend so would you give me back that toy again West Production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.